There's this quote from Marilyn Monroe that I've always lived by. It says, if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? I think it's... today with Kanika uh, from Craftify Mom. Mother-daughter team. Mother-daughter team that does quilling, crocheting, and pebble art. Yes. So welcome, Kanika. Thank you. Thank you for being on our interview today. And uh, so we're here to just to figure out who you are and, uh, or not figure out, but learn <laughs> who you are <laughs> and uh, how you got inspired to do what you're doing. So crochet is all my mom. She has been crocheting all her life. She, I think she picked it up from her mom, who she lost when she was very young. And she's picked it up from her. And since then, she's been crocheting. And she's a self-learner. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of years ago, um, I lost, we lost my father very unexpectedly. And I, I asked her to come here, just, you know, be with us instead of, you know, being alone in India. So she came here and me and my brother, and my, even my husband, we were always talking like how to keep her busy because, you know, now she doesn't have my father, you know, you, you take care of the person, you know, you're with the person all day. So um, that's when we came up with the idea of Craftify Mom. My dad always used to ask me that, you know, mom makes such amazing things. Why don't you start selling them rather than she giving it away for mm -hmm. free? So, you know, as gifts and stuff. So um, that's when, you know, me and my brother, we were like, okay, let's try to start something. And we didn't know where to start. I mean, online, starting a business online, I found it very difficult and kind of daunting because I am not really a tech person. Um, so what happened was we were one day in St. Laurent Mall and there was this store that said, oh, shop local, handmade. And my brother's like, you should go in that store and show them mom's products. And I was a bit hesitant, but I still went in and um, they said that, you know, we have an online platform. Try selling there. We have markets coming up, virtual markets. If it works out, then, you know, we'll give you table space. Mm -hmm. That turned out to be Auto Artisan Store. And we did sell with them online and by chance the market was just like a couple of days later and I did their first, my mm. first market with them, which was the fall market. And my mom made these pumpkins, like this big pumpkins. And we had like 10 or 12 made first just to see how it goes. And within 24 hours, we were sold out. Really? Wow. And then I remember going around the city, getting more <laughs> yarn. And my mom was also excited. And we, we knew that we have, you know, touched upon something here. Right. And then a couple of days later, Andrea and she offered us um, space in Bayshore Mall. They were opening a new store there. And we have been in Bayshore since day one and we continue to be. And that's how Craftify Mom started. Oh, so, so interesting. <laughs> wow. It's funny how it moves from just, uh, you know, just walking into the mall and happen to fall yeah. onto that, right? So that's, true. that's excellent. Thank you. The other side of Craftify Mom, you have another life yeah. <laughs> in a sense. So can you tell us how, how you managed to, you know, what you do in your other life and how you manage as well to do this side business? So I am um, a financial controller. I am a CPA. I work with American Express GBT. Um, I, we moved to Canada five years ago and I've worked with Deloitte and you know, another company called Harris Computer with Ottawa. and then a few months before I started with uh, Amex. And um, the job keeps me busy. Yeah. And I, I love doing what I do. I'm, I'm like, you know, having spent so much time getting my CPA, I really like, I like, doing um, um, the public companies um, accounting and everything and there are a bunch of teams that we have. Mm -hmm. 
Other than that, I also volunteer with Epilepsy Ottawa and Jewish Family Services. I'm a board of director with them. So there's a certain amount of time that I've dedicated to that as well. Um, and of course, I am um, also a part-time homemaker um, <laughs> with the teamwork with my husband. Both of us, we love decorating the house, yes. you know, making sure it's always neat and clean and always presentable, even if we're not having anybody <laughs> at home. But um, we'll be really fond of, you know, how our life has turned out, uh, thankfully, here in Canada. Um, I, th I think... The fact that I've been able to start, you know, my own art within, within Craftify Mom is because I have that kind of support from my family, especially my husband. His name is Yash. He's a realtor. I should mention that. Um, he's right now showing some houses. <laughs> we'll put the link down below. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's his support. You will always find him, you know, supporting me with the markets, you know, set, helping setting me up, going to the malls, stores around, uh, around the city, helping me, you know, stock them, stock stuff and yeah. um, merchandising. He's very good at all that. So... That support comes from him. Mm -hmm. And quilling is something that I, I've been doing for like a lot many years. Like when I was younger, I, I was really into making cards. And it's really easy with quilling because you don't have to buy new materials. You can just cut the paper okay. and then do some quilling on the corners of the card and write something in the middle. And that just makes for a pretty card. So I used right. to make a lot for my friends and family. Over the years, when education took over, then job took over, I, I obviously stopped at the time. But then I think when we had Craftify Mom, I, I thought, okay, I should get back to some kind of art mm -hmm. form. And quilling was the natural first one, that right. this is what I want to do. Right. And then um, I, I also do some Pebbles art, which is actually kind of a story because I had this, Yash says, I have this weird habit of collecting stones okay. wherever we go. So I collected them from Banff. Uh, we went to a couple of places in India, bought, from, bought it right. from there. And then um, in Florida, in the South Beach, Miami, I remember picking up some sand. And it was more like a memento of that place. And right. I thought one day I'm going to make a scrapbook or something with this. I don't know what I'll yes. do. But uh, eventually when I was doing the art and, you know, my mom was doing the the crochet, um, I think in the end of uh, 2021, when, once Christmas was done, and I wanted to learn a new skill. Mm -hmm. And that's when I saw, you know, other artists, what they were making. They were doing this in very interesting art with rocks and mm -hmm. sea glass and all of that. And it was very interesting to me. Right. So I started researching more. And that's when, um, and it took me a few months, actually, because I didn't know where to start. It took... Um, I found um, something called tumbled glass. Okay. So it's basically a bunch of glass. You put it in this tumbler. I have it. I'll show you. Mm -hmm. And you put it in a tumbler and it tumbles for a couple of days and it makes a really pretty smooth glass. glass. No, and no sharp edges. Exactly. Right. And it looks, sometimes it comes out very shiny also. Like It's really yeah. pretty. And I remember I, uh, I didn't buy the tumbler at the time. I just bought some of the tumbled glass. And the moment I held it in my hand, I, I remember saying, okay, these are going to be gorgeous birds. Mm -hmm. That's when the birds and the pebbles art, I started that. Mm -hmm. And I have received very good feedback on that in terms of how we have priced our items, how we come up with the birds, sitting in our swing and, you know, right. things like that. People are able to relate to it. It's very family-oriented kind of an art mm -hmm. that I like to do. 
uh, because it's also inspired from our family because I'm very close to my family too. There's so a, there's a backstory to the exactly, so, and I think people are able to relate to that. So that's why that's been you know I've received very positive feedback on that, and I continue to come up with new designs. It's a bit difficult because of the limited amount of shapes you have, right. but yeah, that's that's my journey in my life with you so. yeah and that's why we have this these these interviews because we love to hear the story behind what you know you see a picture and at least this gives a background to you know where that that image is coming from that's great yeah. thank you for sharing <laughs> with all these products and you want to sell them now like you said you're already with ottawa artisans the the great wonderful online stores and, and stores in the malls uh, how else do you promote your products like uh, online or on Etsy or in markets? Uh, what's your strategy and which ones do you find work the best? So I promote them uh, a lot on social media. I am pretty active on Instagram. I am still learning to, you know, make my Instagram better and, you know, have a better outreach and naturally build up more following and, you know, more, um, eventually more sales. Mm -hmm. One thing that I am uh, working on right now is my own website. Mm -hmm. And I've been meaning to do that for two years now and I've been procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's something that I want to definitely do um, in the next couple of months that finish off my website. Uh, I do sell on Etsy, mm -hmm. but I have to be honest, I am not... I've not been very successful on Etsy, um, just that online business. I get like maybe one off order a month and I know people, you know, who are other people who crochet and have, you know, smaller items that you can mail out for free. Um, I know other people are doing it a lot better and I'm trying to learn. I think one key that I've learned, uh, key thing that I've learned is photography. Mm -hmm. Photography, pictures of the products, like not just the product, but someone may be wearing them, how practical it is, the utility of the product. These things are very important. It's important for them to imagine themselves exactly. having it, right? That yes. is something that I have not reached there yet. That is something that I'm supposed to be get there at some point. Because <laughs> you have so much time on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But other than that, I think my best sales come from one, stores. Uh, two is the markets that I've done. Um, I have had a lot of repeat customers. They have my email and they would, you know, oh, send yeah. me a message just that, okay, can you have sunflowers? Can you make us daisies? You mm -hmm. have these sunflower earrings and you make daisy earrings. So things like that. Right. Um, custom art requests, requests as well. People would tell me, okay, you made this art a few years ago. Can you tweak it this way? But, you know, uh, it's like that. And then... Um, Markets have been pretty successful for me. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of markets last year. I, it was my research year that I had dedicated just to markets. Okay. And this year, it's not the same because now I know which markets work for my products, mm -hmm. which markets work for me, and where I need to invest that time and energy. And um, that's why this year is I'm being very selective about the markets that I do because I am focusing a lot more on stores as well. We mm -hmm. are in um, two of the auto artisan store, right. hopefully trying to get in the third one in the Rido. Right. Um, then I am also in a couple of more stores, local stores. Okay. One is in Elmer, Quebec. Okay. It's called, uh, it's, it's in French, so I might, please pardon my pronunciation. <laughs> it's called Les Pistoises. I'm sure it's okay. not. We'll, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll put a title yeah. down. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then, uh, actually, I'm very interesting. I'm in the Miller Farms. They are in Manotic. Oh, They're a pretty okay. popular farm in, in south side of the city. Right. So, it is this massive farm they have. They have plant nursery and they, mm -hmm. just, they, 
they approached us. They actually saw stuff in um, Auto Artisan store and they emailed us that your strawberries and watermelons would look really nice with uh, our, uh, okay. you know, what we sell, which is, right. you know, farm right. produce. So we are there too. And then there's another store in Barry's Bay. The owner actually met me at one of the markets, 613 flea markets that I was oh, doing okay. in Lansdowne. And she said, oh, I would love to have these stuff at, you know, our store. It's called Bluebird Collective. Okay. So they asked us to make crochet bluebirds, right. which was very interesting. Yeah. So a lot of times people come up and tell us, okay, can you make this? Sometimes yeah. we try to make new products, but... Yeah, so that's the interesting. Yeah, how yeah. how one thing leads to another. Exactly, right? and it's just that yeah. networking between businesses and people, and people, you know, businesses are people. So it's exactly, like, right? and so, after yeah. a point, I've realized the product starts to market itself yeah. if it's sitting in the right yeah. uh, forum. But if it's quality and it's yeah. nice and yeah, presentable, like said, presentable, yeah. and you present it in a way like you said they can imagine themselves yeah. uh, having it. You ha like you said, you have the quilling and the pebble art, and the crocheting is more on your mother's side. Yes. Uh, now, crocheting is pretty standard type. It's been around for hundreds, if not yeah. thousands of years. I'm not <laughs> sure, but <laughs> I haven't done research that far. Um, but it's fairly common. So how does she make her stuff stand out from other crocheting art? That's a great question, actually. When we started, we were struggling with what to make because People, there are a lot many people who have been making crochet stuff for years now mm. and you know you don't want to you don't want to out of respect for their products and more experienced artists you don't want to make something that other people are already making right mm. so that was something that we thought that you know we need to come up with something different so our first year in 2021 it was just the last uh, last um, few months of the year during Christmas we made a bunch of products, some earrings, some hats, some mitts, some um, mm -hmm. like scarves and maybe some children's sweaters. Like it's, it's, it was a lot of things, random crochet stuff, but it was just crochet, no art at the time. Okay. Okay. And the best feedback that we got was for earrings at the time and hair accessories also because people said that they haven't seen something like that mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. So the next year, which was last year, we started focusing a lot more on that. And the best feedback we have received was for strawberry earrings. They are, are by far the best sellers. I have never had a week in the stores or uh, any market where we haven't sold strawberry earrings. Wow. <laughs> People <Wow>. love strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's where the, um, okay. the the feedback that we receive and what we what my mom likes to make right. and how we can stand out. She's also into a lot of micro crocheting this year. So uh, very okay. small daisies, very small strawberries. Like these are the kind of things she likes to make because uh, they stand out, you know. Okay. And so till last year, we were making uh, headbands and hats and everything. Okay. This year, um, I don't think we'll be making those anymore okay. because, again, there's a lot of overlap and other people are doing it. And I think I just I just respect what other people are doing. And, you know, my mom's like, OK, mm -hmm. if people are you know, expecting us to make more of those earrings and cactuses and mm -hmm. the sunflowers, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's something unique, yeah, you know, the sunflowers, exactly. they, they are not in the market really. Exactly. So yeah. uh, we want to focus on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, 
that's just something she also loves doing. So it's a win-win situation for us. So win-win, yeah. yeah. So you're listening to the people and she enjoys doing that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And yeah. with the artwork, it's already kind of not very common. You know, quilling right. is still kind of a new form. I, what I've mm -hmm. realized in Canada, in India, it's really, really popular. Okay. Okay. Um, the kind of quilling people do in India is just kind of next yeah. level, which I'm still trying to learn. I think over the years, I probably will reach Probably's there. Learning, right? <laughs> <laughs> and pebbles art, well, a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. uh, what I have focused on is making more kind of birds, kind of, you know, okay. um, just more family oriented kind of art, little mm -hmm. eggs with, you know, parent birds sitting there, okay. things like that. Yeah. That's mostly my focus. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And if, you know, people have more feedback for us and, you know, they have more ideas, we are always looking up for that too. Right. So Right. Yeah. And it brings out the artistic side of things, not just making scarves and, exactly. and hats, which is not, I mean, you can still be artistic, but this is really different and yeah. unique. So. your experience with all of that you've been doing uh, for other aspiring artists out there what would you say what kind of advice can you give them if they're starting out or if they're you know they're working and they're mm -hmm. starting they have a hobby and they'd like to bring this over to a side of business what would you advise them this there's this quote from Marilyn Monroe that I've always lived by it says if you don't believe in yourself then who will I think if you believe in something and you're really passionate about something and you feel that, you know, there's something you can create, even if it's not just about the art, even if it's like Autobartism's platform, mm -hmm. it was just created something some because this wonderful lady, Andrea, and she had this passion about, you know, creating something locally. You want to add to the community, you know, you want to be a part of the community. I think if you have that kind of passion, you should believe in yourself and you should just go go about doing it um i am just as a person i'm kind of relentless i am i don't give up on things even if there's you know um you know there's not that the kind of positive feedback that i would want to see in the first year because i didn't i didn't even know what we were doing we were just making stuff and trying to sell it mm -hmm. and the feedback was you know there was some positive some okay we've seen this before what what are what are you bringing you to the table so i think don't get discouraged by that. First year, first couple of years, in fact, are very learning kind of in years. By the third or fourth year, you try to figure out, if you, you figure out, okay, this is what I want to do and this is what's working for my business. This isn't working for my business. Secondly, I think everybody takes inspiration from others mm -hmm. because we live in this era of social media. You know what other people are doing. You know what other people are making. And if you look at something and you feel, okay, one, this is amazing. Two, I think I can make something similar to this or take an idea from this mm -hmm. and then make something out of it. Like I'll give you an example. My, one of my former colleagues, she's into sewing mm -hmm. and she makes these beautiful scrunchies and tops and everything. So uh, she is learning crochet and last week she sent me a message. If you know I could learn even half as much crocheting as your mom, I'd be so happy. That is a big compliment for me. Mm -hmm. Someone is taking inspiration. Right. And I think we should all continue to learn from each other. And uh, if someone is making something similar to what I make, I would be the first person to cheer them on that, okay, go for it. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. You can do it. And then we are all a part of this community, cheering each other on, especially because most of us are, you know, these are women-oriented businesses, mm -hmm. women-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that we need right now in this era mm -hmm. is women cheering for other women. Right. It is so important. Right. So um, 
I think for all the aspiring artists, I, I'd say just go for it, follow your passion, mm. and it's got it's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it. Yes. <laughs> Great answer. I can't ask anything else. <laughs> <laughs> So in the future, the coming future, how do you see Craftify Mom evolving or what's, what's future plans for a Craftify Mom? That's an amazing question. The number one goal that I have is finishing that website. I am not going to procrastinate <laughs> that anymore. <laughs> uh, that's the biggest goal. I think we are going to continue to um, make our bestseller products and try to uh, bring in more innovative products this mm -hmm. year. Uh, I've been trying to think of more Christmas based jewelry and you know decorations this year okay. uh, i'm still thinking of ideas and if anybody has great ideas please let me know and we'll try to make something out of it leave a comment down below <laughs> thank you um but yeah that's the goal yeah. um making more, our business more visible online is something that i've been struggling with and i'm trying to research more on this i'm trying to follow um Inst instagram you know mm -hmm. they they're influencers or their kind right. of teachers mentors who teach you how to make right. your business more visible online and then there are youtubers also you who teach you all these things so those are the kind of things that i'm working on right now mm -hmm. while my mom is continue to crochet thank you for sharing your your experience your having us come into your home and see your your art and how you make it that's been fantastic and we love hearing your story uh, we, again, we'll leave all the descriptions down below for her, your shop, your Etsy shop. Try to get that boosted a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> Help you along with that. Uh, as well as all the other links of uh, your social media's uh, contacts, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and whatever else you might have. It'll be all down in the description. Uh, of course, subscribe to the channel if you want to see more things, uh, more interviews with like people like Kanika and, uh, and other artists here in the local area, Ottawa. A lot of them are linked with the Ottawa Artisans. Again, that link will be down below as well. So please be sure to check that out. But again, Kanika, thank you so much for uh, letting us meet with you and knowing your story and, uh, and sharing that with uh, all of us. Of course. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me. It, it is absolute honor to be here. And uh, I wish you guys very best of luck for your future interviews mm -hmm. and your, uh, you know, this channel. I'm, I'm sure it'll do great. Thank you. So that's a wrap for this interview here on Makers Unleashed. So please, uh, if you found this interesting and helpful, please subscribe to our channel so you'll see more of these type of interviews with local artists, as well as hit the like button because uh, that helps our algorithm and we'll be able to show this video to more people. So we appreciate all the help you can give. And of course, if you have any suggestions, as Kanika has said earlier, uh, please leave comments down below or if you have any questions or concerns, please let us know. So stay tuned for the next video, which will be coming up in the next week. We try to have a video out at least once a week. And uh, again, thanks again for joining us here at Makers Unleashed. Thank you. I'm just sitting here. I am loving this. I'm loving this. Let's keep going.